I love the flexibility in working in all sorts of places. I'm often moving files around, um, reading my RSS feeds, doing social media, even doing video calls and such while out running errands. So much you can do on your phone these days. But of course, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. Shout out to T-Mobile, our sponsor. They're America's largest 5G network. So you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Welcome to week four of our new classroom series. My name is Chris Gillibeau. This is Sidusel School. Last week, we talked about where money-making ideas come from. Gave you a number of examples, including some suggested by listeners. My personal favorite was the Call Your Dog on Skype service. I know a whole bunch of people are rushing out to sign up for that. And we also looked at four ways to find high potential ideas. Those ways were observation, problem solving, asking questions, and experimentation. So just in brief, observation is paying attention to the world around you, perhaps noticing something that could be improved. Problem solving is making a list of problems and brainstorming solutions in the form of products and services. Asking questions refers to looking for the reasons, either stated or subtle, for why people spend money and then deciphering what else they might buy. And then last, experimentation, just trying out whatever comes to mind. I mentioned briefly last week that most business ideas fall into two broad categories. You're either providing a service or selling a product, one way or another. Now, there is some overlap, there are some exceptions, but broadly speaking, a product is something you sell, and a service is something you provide. Products can be digital, and services can be virtual, but most of what we'll look at this year can fit into one of those two big buckets. So just to give some examples here, if something is a product, someone can buy it and walk away. It could be a t-shirt. It could be a book. It could be, let's see, what have we done recently? It could be caffeinated chewing gum. That was a story we had last year at some point. Uh, Somebody who came up with an alternative to energy drinks, which is basically, as I said, caffeinated chewing gum, an energy drink uh, in the form of gum. That's a product. Now, if something is a service, you usually have to do something for it. Um, By you, I mean the person providing that service. Uh, Could be, some examples, uh, standardized test prep. You're helping people prepare uh, to get a better score on a standardized test. Resume consultation. You're looking at their existing resume, CV, cover letter, whatever, and suggesting some improvements. Party planning, or event planning of any kind, uh, or event cleanup. We had the story a while back of a guy in Australia who cleans houses, uh, but he focuses specifically on party cleanup. So if you have this really big party at your house, the next morning you wake up, maybe you've had too much to drink. Well, this guy comes over with his team and makes breakfast for you and cleans the house. You know, what a great idea. Uh, He's actually been able to stand out uh, in a world that is kind of commoditized. There are a lot of house cleaners in Australia, uh, but nobody was doing it with that particular uh, market in mind or that particular focus. So he was able to get a lot of attention for it. Now, products and services, most of them can fit into one or more subcategories. So we could talk about reselling. We could talk about becoming a subject matter expert. We could talk about earning money through affiliate commissions, arts and crafts, uh, making an app, you know, all kinds of different stuff. Um, but again, there are two main categories. Now, some projects or some subcategories can become either a product or a service, uh, depending on what you do with it. So a subject matter expert, for example, you know, that person is providing advice in one form or another. Um, But a consultation is a service, and a podcast is a product, or a downloadable audio-video course. That is a product. If you're coding something, you could be a freelance web developer, 
where you're providing a service, or you could be making your own app. That's a product. So don't get hung up on any fine distinction. Just think about that general rule. A product is something you sell. A service is something you provide. Now, the number one question you might have at this point is, okay, I get it. Uh, which one is better? Which one is best? Um, and the thing is, this is not a what's best question uh, because the answer is going to be a lot like your answer to, you know, what's your favorite ice cream, for example. In other words, there's not a universal answer besides pralines and cream. Of course, that's number one. Everything else is after that. Your answer to what's best could be different from someone else's. In fact, it most likely will be. So in a moment, I'll give you a way to consider which might be best for you, along with your weekly assignment. Remember, each week in the classroom series, you'll have an assignment. First, I'd like to thank our sponsor for making all of the series completely free to you. So here is a message on their behalf, and then we'll have that assignment. When your business gets to a certain size, the cracks start to emerge. I am very familiar with this. Whenever my business grows, you know, things are working pretty well at a very low level or at a mid-level. But then the things that I used to do in a day are taking a week. I've got way too many manual processes. And so if that's you, well, guess what? You should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000, the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs and one efficient system with that one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins, everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com hustle. That's netsuite.com hustle to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com hustle. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Okay, so if one category isn't better than another, it's not that a service is universally better than a product or vice versa, why should you be able to recognize the difference? It's because the process for creating a product-based business and a service-based business is a little different. So when you consider various ideas, like last week, when you had the assignment to identify a number of opportunities, practice your skills of observation, problem solving, asking questions, and experimentation, you should be able to know right away what you're dealing with. Whenever you have an idea, you should be able to say, oh, th this is a product, this is a service, here is the revenue model. Again, here is how it's going to make money. Very important, don't leave that out. And so to find out what's best for you, it often connects to some combination of your goals, skills, and personality. All right, goals, skills, personality. So goals, we talked about in the first week of the classroom series. Why are you doing this? What's the point? Uh, are you trying to create passive income? Are you trying to pay off some bills? Are you trying to replace your day job income? Uh, do you want to perhaps become a working artist? Are you doing this because there's something you've always wanted to do, uh, but you've always managed to deprioritize it until now? There are a lot of different reasons why people start a side hustle. And I just try to have that through line present in everything that we do because your situation is your own. 
Now, second, skills, uh, which are ultimately more important than passion. It's not just about what you like to do, it's what are you good at. I often find that there is a connection between those things. Uh, most of us tend to enjoy what we are good at. It may not be 100% correlated, but there's definitely a correlation. So your goals, your skills, and personality. Personality is a misunderstood and underestimated component of choosing your best idea. Once you have a bunch of ideas, then you have to make a choice. We'll talk about that more in detail next week. Um, the reason why I mentioned personality is because something can be a qualitatively good idea. You're like, yep, that is a, a viable idea. Someone would pay money for it. You know, I might be able to actually provide that service or create that kind of product. Um, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't mesh with your personality. Maybe it involves some outgoing or outbound sales that you don't want to do. Maybe it requires you to do something that is uncomfortable and not in the way of like, oh, it's good to get out of your comfort zone, but something that you are just diametrically opposed to. Or to frame it more positively, there could be something that you're really good at that you gravitate towards that your personality is aligned with, and maybe that solution would be better for you. Even if a purely analytical analysis might suggest that the other idea is stronger. So goals, skills, and personality. We will look at these more as we go along. Now, as promised, each classroom feature will include an assignment. Here is this week's assignment. For every idea you've come up with so far, and you know if you've been following along each week, you should have multiple ideas. Uh, if you're just jumping in, that's okay, because there are you know, more than 1,000 ideas in the archives of Side Hustle School. Uh, we still have two case studies slash stories that are coming out each week. So plenty of ideas. For every idea you encounter or that you've come up with so far, classify it as a product or service. And then just notice if you learn anything from that process. Uh, if you have been identifying ideas and you've got five of them already, are they all products? Are they all services? Or are they a combination of the two? And then as a little bonus, ask yourself, which of the ideas are you most excited about? Which of them seem the most feasible? And which seem to have the most potential? Okay, I don't want to overwhelm you, but the answers to those questions are going to lead us straight into next week's classroom episode. So if you don't get to that, it's okay. Um, the most important thing is for all the ideas you come up with or encounter, classify them as a product or service and notice if you learn anything from that process. Now, as I said, this is going to lead us straight into next week's classroom episode, uh, which is all about deciding on the best idea to pursue at any given time, no matter what category it fits into, no matter what your goal is, no matter what skills you have, and no matter your personality. Just in case you missed any of that, you may want to listen to the last minute or so again. Uh, and I'll also include notes for this and every classroom episode this year at sidehustleschool.com slash classroom. This has been episode 1115. More is on the way. Thank you so much. This is Chris Gillibout for Side Hustle School. Onward Project.